Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs, and joining me for an interview today is Steelers outside linebacker Ola Adonai. Adonai signed with Pittsburgh as an undrafted free agent last April. He played all four years of his college ball at Toledo. So, Ola, thanks again for joining me, and how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Enjoying life in Good to hear. So you recorded 118 total tackles, 28 tackles for loss, 12 and a half sacks through three seasons at Toledo. Can you talk about your time there and how it helped prepare you for the NFL? Um, you know, me going there as a young, as a young boy, you know, I feel like I turned into a man. Uh, you know, a young man when I was there. Uh, with the help of the coaches that I had, you know, my teammates and all that. So, you know, I definitely matured. Um, I, you know, I grew into my own. You know, I registered in my freshman year. Um, and then, you know, being in that position to be able to declare early after uh, my Russia junior year, you know, was obviously a blessing to my to my growth. So I feel like, you know, it took me to a, you know, a better person and, you know, just turned into a man. What was it like playing under Jason Candle during your final two seasons at Toledo? And what life lessons did you learn from him? Uh, you know, it was great. Um, you know, he he was already on the coaching staff before, you know, they left. Um, so, you know, it was a familiar face that everybody knew already. So it wasn't somebody that, you know, they went outside to grab. Um, and it was great for him, you know. Especially, you know, he took us to where we wanted to go. 
you know, we won the MAC my last my last season there. So we won the MAC championship. So you know, that was obviously a testament to his coaching. Um, and you know, yeah, he was a he was a great coach to play for. As we all know, it's every player's dream to hear their name called during the NFL draft. Now, that was not the case for you as you went undrafted in 2018. Can you talk about the feeling of not being selected and how it provided you with extra motivation to earn a job in the NFL? Um, you know, it definitely, definitely motivated me when I, you know, at the end of the draft when I seen, you know, my name was a call. Um, you know, obviously, everybody wants to get their name called, so it's like a like a little stinger, you know, when it, when it is here, you know. Um, but can't let that affect you at all, you know. Once me and my agent decided where I was going, you know, my main focus was to just, you know, make the team and, you know, do what I could do to to show my work and to show that I, you know, I could play in the league. So, um, you know, you know, that just, just motivated me a lot more. You know, I got that chip on my shoulder now. How much influence did Mike Tomlin have on your decision to sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers in free agency? Um, you know, I never really talked to him on hand. Um, I've more so talked to Joey Porter, um, my, well, my, my outside linebacker coach at the time. Um, and, you know, he, he took me, he, he was the one that took me during drills when I was at the combine. Um, he seen what I could do. Um, so, but my T definitely, you know, know my T, um, you know, hearing about him and, you know, that also played a role in it too, but I think Joe Porter was more the reason, you know, that, uh, that I was there. You were given the number 92, which carries significance, obviously, because of James Harrison and for him wearing it for 14 seasons there in Pittsburgh. So how did that process unfold? Did you have to ask permission to wear it, or was that just given to you? Um, one of the, the, the very first day I got there, when I got to my locker, I seen 92 in it. Um, so I was just thinking, you know, that it was a rookie camp thing. And when we get the OTAs or something, it would change. Um, but no, um, Given 92, they wanted me to stick it out. Uh, and, you know, obviously it's a blessing. Um, obviously it's a, you know, it's a great number to wear. It carries a lot of weight. Um, but, you know, I try not to think about that, you know, because I want to make my own path. But obviously, you know, the former player wearing that, you know, was, was would be is a future Hall of Famer. So, um, you know, it's definitely a great blessing wearing that number. Who inspired you to play the game of football? And when did you know that you wanted to pursue a professional career in the sport? Um, who inspired me? Um, I would have to say, you know, everybody I had around me when I started playing. So, um, Emmanuel Agua, current uh, defensive end for the Browns. Um, we all grew up in the same neighborhood. Him, me, uh, my brother, uh, his brother, you know, couple other friends. Um, so we all grew up playing in the streets together and playing tackle football on grass and two-hand touch on concrete, you know, just those kind of things. And from there, uh, I just started playing. Because of because of Agua, I started playing uh, defensive end. We went to the same high school and all that. So once he left, 
they wanted me to kind of replace him. And, um, and they just didn't know it worked out for the better. Um, so I really kind of started playing. Um, the league thing, I would say when, when I saw he was in there, you know, I seen his dreams. And we, 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 we would sit down and talk about it. Um, and it was like, what if we all make it? And, you know, it, it would be a dream. So um, he got drafted. He's in the league. Uh, you know, I'm in the league. So we wait on one more of the guys that are playing Oklahoma State right now. And that would be uh, an amazing, amazing thing to do. Wow, that is quite the cool story there. If eventually he does make it and you three being in the pros, that's a great story to tell for many years to come. And so on that note, I'm going to segue into the next question. And it's, how was that first training camp experience? And what was the most difficult transition to make from college? Um... You know, training camp was training camp was uh, you know a great thing, but you know it's also a lot of competitive going on, uh, you know, around you because those are your brothers. But then again, you're also trying to get a job, so um, it, you know, it's definitely competitive. Um, but it's also fun at the same time because you're you're there doing what you love to do. Um, if you didn't love it, you wouldn't be there doing. Um, if everybody could do it, they would. But you know, you're there trying to compete, trying to, uh, you know, find a way to feed your family. Um, and the most difficult part, you know, I would just say, becoming a professional, um, trying to learn how to become a professional, um, doing, you know, the extra things, you know, studying to play, work hard enough, um, coming and taking care of your body, just becoming a professional is the, the biggest transition for me because, you know, going to college, you know, you're a student athlete, but once once you get to that league, you are strictly an athlete. Um, so just becoming more of a professional it would be my biggest transition for us. You were placed on injured reserve after suffering a hamstring injury in week four of the preseason. So can you talk about what that rehab process was like and how difficult it was to be sidelined so early into your NFL career? Uh, yeah, the rehab process, um, you know, it was good. I, you know, I was in the training room, I uh, get right. Um, and then I would just work with the strength coach for the time being that I was out. For the time being that, you know, I was I, uh, you know, just waiting to come back. Uh, I would just work on the work with our strength coaches, um, work with, on the side so because uh, I can't be on the field. I couldn't be on the field with them or do none of that. So I have to work on my own, you know, do some running, you know, just run, just mimic some drills and mimic some plays that, uh, that they would run so where I could keep my mind fresh. Because I was still going to meetings, um, just trying to make sure I was good. I would go to meetings. Do all that stuff so I could so I just be ready to win. So when my number was called up and when I got reactivated, I was ready to go. So um, the react process was pretty good, um, and it was, it was definitely tough. It was definitely tough because you know I went from you know being joyful and all that to just you know like dang already like, <laughs> but. 
um, it's, it's part of the process. Um, you know, that was the journey that I, I had to take and, you know, I've learned from it. Uh, you know, going into this season, you know, I just need to take care of my body a lot better to where I wouldn't have to be put in that situation anymore. And, um, you know, just take care of myself. I know you appeared in one game, as you just talked about. You're activated from injured reserve. So you have one season under your belt. As you said, you were still engaged with the team's game plan, watching film. So do you feel more comfortable now in Keith Butler's scheme as you enter year number two? Uh, yeah, most definitely. I feel like, you know, going into my second year, you know, you know, I, I got the scheme of it. I got the feel of the National Football League. And now I know what I need to do, don't need to do, and, you know, how to care of myself and all that. So I definitely feel like going into year two, you know, it's definitely going to be better. Now, Pittsburgh already has T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree, who are two very good young edge rushers. So what can you say about both of those players, and have they helped enhance your knowledge of the defense and given you more of an idea of what to expect there in Pittsburgh? Um, yeah, most definitely. Um, like, I, like I said, it's, it's competitive at the same time, but, you know, you have a phone with But, um, you know, the outside linebackers were all really close. Um, you know, we hang out together outside the lock, and, you know, we, we, we we're competitive in our meeting. So everything we do is competitive. So uh, those guys definitely have helped me out. You know, anything that I don't get, you know, I always go to them and ask. When I was on IR, they would still, you know, people would be just to make sure I'm fresh and good. So when I did come back, you know, I'd be able to go in any situation. So, um, you know, just being around those guys, I feel like it definitely made me better as well. I know you mentioned that you're training this off season. So what are some things you're doing to increase your production in your second season and what does your daily schedule look like in terms of weightlifting, running, and taking care of your body? Um, you know, I'm, I'm out here in Miami training right now. Uh, you know, I was uh, I was working with AB uh, at one point. Um, you know, and then you know, I'm out here with a couple of my teammates as well, Marcus Allen as well, and uh, Jeff Samuels. And you know, we're all working together. You know, trying to get better and. Uh, you know, we just, you know, wake up around, you know, 11, 12, head down to uh, Fort Lauderdale or downtown Miami because we train at two different spots. Um, and, you know, just go from there. Um, and then, you know, we uh, we have a chef cooking our meals for us, you know, just healthy stuff that we need in our bodies and what we do, what we need and what we don't need to eat and all, all that kind of stuff. So um, I think we, you know, we can't Miami to, to try and to, you know, to get better. And I feel like we did that. And, you know, we'll be going back to OTAs, ready to go. As you know, the NFL draft, the 2019 NFL draft, that is, we're less than a month away. And so what would your message be to all those draft prospects that may not hear their name called? What are some words of wisdom they can take with them moving forward as they pursue an NFL career? Man, I would just say, you know, just keep your head up regardless of the situation. Um, just be ready to go because you never know what can happen. Somebody might go down and you might get the opportunity you've been looking for, you know, the ball out. So um, I would just tell those guys, you know, just keep working. Um, just keep working, keep going hard. 
don't let the status of why you're there affect you at all. Doesn't matter how you get there, it matters what you do when you get there. So I would just say, you know, just keep going hard. Well, there you have it. Well, Ola, again, man, I appreciate you taking the time to join me on this Sunday afternoon. I certainly wish you the best as you prepare for another year there in Pittsburgh. So take care and God bless. Appreciate you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.